Wow, MLP. Let's give it up louder for MLP. Vikali Peterson. Amen. Amen. Powerful. Call upon his name. Amen. Let us stand as we stand for the word of the Lord. The scripture that I enjoyed from his preaching was John uh, 10 verse 10, which said, The thief comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy, but Jesus came to give us life and that abundant life. Amen. So as we are still on the topic of, of deliverance, uh, let us uh, put the thief aside and let us um, heed the word of the Lord so that we can not only see the goodness of God, but experience the abundant life that Jesus purchased for us on the cross. Amen. Let us put our hands together for our pastor and prophet, Edgar Michael. Praise the Lord. Let's pray together. Almighty God, we're so honored to be in your presence. Many run away from your presence, but through the blood of Jesus, we fell in love with your presence because your blood, the blood of Christ, washed away our sins. And we are deeply grateful that we are your children and that we're part of the bride of Christ. We pray that your word will come with much conviction and also that it will transform our lives and that we will draw closer to you and make us also more capable to do your work and go and set others free and bring healing and deliverance to people. We release the power of the Holy Spirit now and that it becomes stronger and stronger, and that you will deliver your people from all demonic forces and hidden places where persons of demons are hiding away, and that you will also heal us from all sicknesses, even incurable sicknesses, even transference sicknesses that came through family lines, that you will even go as deep into our blood and cleanse our blood of sins of our forefathers and that comes through our family line, that you will purify and heal our blood and heal our souls and heal our bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. We don't take this lightly, Father. We receive it as gifts and blessings from you. And it shows to us how much you love us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Bless the Lord. Thank you again for yesterday. It was really powerful. And uh, our meeting was really on a great level. And we trust God to take us even to a higher level in the name of the Lord. We are in the end times where the church is moving closer to the rapture. If you uh, detect the signs of the time, 
that the world think it is the ozone layer or climate change, but it's not that it is the signs of the rapture drawing closer. Believe me, nothing has happened so frequently, whether it's fires, floods, whether it's earthquakes, and very other phenomenals. Like even this, the other day, where 74 people got burned to death here in Johannesburg. You're going to hear of many such things, planes crashing, people dying in their masses. Very sad, but this is the end of times. The Bible calls it the birth pains of a new creation that's on its way. A new heaven and a new earth. And the birth pains tells you, well, I was there when a woman gives birth, then when the pain becomes more frequent, one after the other, they will tell you the birth is very close. And this is what's happening, that the, the, these incidents and signs that's happening in the world tells you we are moving closer to the rapture. In fact, if you believe, you can, and you must believe even, that you will be part of the rapture. Amen. I believe, uh, I don't want to first press the basement button and go down into the grave. We want to leave on this level, level ground, right up to heaven. Hallelujah. And according to study of the Word of God for myself and others hearing, I can tell you that the rapture is around the corner. Most of you will at least be married too. Amen. And have children. There's still a bit of time for that. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you want to go into your own tribulation, get, getting, getting married and uh, 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 it's just a fun way of saying that uh, you will have to be for some time in conflict and then you'll find out that now we, the old shoe walks very nicely. So, sorry, um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just joking, but, but what I'm saying, what brings much less and a smooth ride if you both can have Jesus as your Lord, amen, you must never love, listen, it's a powerful statement, eh? never love someone who don't loves the Lord more than he or she loves you. It's a vital statement. Because otherwise, in your marriage, you don't have a higher authority. You don't have somebody that you both submit to. Never fall in love with someone who don't love the Lord more than he loves you. 
It's a very powerful statement. It's a key to a wonderful marriage. Hallelujah. Less stress, eh? Yeah. Kewan, I say ni me dying But praise the Lord. But praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Saying that, can I flow as the Holy Spirit move? Because I was sitting there, and, um, you know, even after yesterday, uh, the more you spend time in the presence of the Lord, your spirit is very sharp. In other words, the receptivity of your spirit is very open. Therefore, you mustn't miss prayer meeting too. In fact, one, I'll come now to one of the pastors that's here. I had a coffee with him three days before this in Tiger Valley. And then he said to me, because we haven't seen each other for some time, but we've spent a lot of time together last year going to, or sometime when Pastor Nicky's tent was in Chords and in Neisner and Hermanus, and then he would drive me and Pastor Kyle. We'll spend a lot of time together, sleep in different rooms, see each other in the morning, and all of that. Then he said to me, Pastor Edgar, the, the thing I've learned from you, apart from the others, as I always see you praying, walking, and he says, I'm doing that now too. And he said, I'll go around and I'll shurabari tarabubusutu masukutabasitarabu. That's what he's doing. And I said, you know, it's a way of keeping your spirit sharp and your radar is very open for God to communicate with you. As I was sitting there, and the Lord's Supper came to an end, and I said to myself, I would love them to play that song of Dallas Holmes at my worst. You found me at my worst. You care or loved. And then they played it. Because I was... I wanted to turn around and tell them before they please that song. And then as we sang, the Lord said to me, can you see what will happen in this service? If I speak to you, do it. Because just like that, having that feeling, that will happen in this meeting. Now, why I said all of that to tell you, I want to pray a prayer for all who still need to get their life partners. Amen. Amen. I said all of that to say to you, uh, as I was now speaking about marriage and don't ever... Kijk hoe lach Brendan. Brendan het a quarter past nine smile. You know, if you watch your quarter past nine... Let, let us pray. Amen.
I, I wanted you to stand up, but I won't ask you to stand up. <laughs> Let's pray. Trust the Lord for this prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray that you will bless every one of your children who need their life partner, that it will come and happen for them in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, because you know how difficult life can be with the wrong person in your life. So I pray, Father, as Abram heard Isaac said, yes, everything, but where is the sacrifice? And Abram's answer was, Jehovah Jireh will provide. So I humbly ask you as your man and the servant of God that you will bless everyone with a right life partner. In the name of Jesus, wherever C or he is, if they're not here, that you will cause them to be willing to come here and serve the Lord and also that they will be found in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 It's just, in fact, as I close the prayer, I told you uh, the prophetic is very powerful. As I close this prayer, it came to me that um, Reverend Alan uh, Smith, it was here yesterday, he sent me early morning a message, how grateful he was for yesterday. And he said, prophet in the communication. I, I don't know if you read Ezekiel 16, but what you, it encapsulate, big word, eh? <laughs> it sum up much of what you were preaching, Ezekiel 16. So I said to him, yeah, I sent back a message. I said, yes, I have read it. And I've studied it, but because you point out again this afternoon, I will read it again. Now, as I close in the prayer, I remember it's in that chapter where a man of God years ago preached at a marriage sem, uh, ceremony, something out of that, Ezekiel 16. And, um, and the word was... Ezekiel 16 says, When I passed by you, I saw you. And it was time for love. And I spread my wings over you and cover you and made a covenant with you. Isn't that powerful? At the marriage ceremony, this pastor preached this message. Wow. And this was the pastor that I went after Bible school to go for my practical for three months in Joburg. I was under him for three months. And he preached this. Do you see this? Then I passed by you. In other words, I was not looking for you. And then I saw you. That saw, it's a other kind of saw. You hear me? In fact, the first time I saw my wife was uh, me and another friend was at waiting in 
in a town center, Mitchell's Plain, for, um, well, we were waiting, I don't know what we were, me and him were there, and yes, he comes with the other three or what sisters, and when they left, just a short brief minute of talking, as they walk away, I ask him, because he knows the family, who is that? Who is that person? That was my wife. So when I passed by you, I saw you. The word behold means brings all your senses here. I'm going to tell you now something awesome. That's what the word behold. Behold, you were at the time for love. So you see, um, tinderjarige, uh, uh, you see, a lightning. You, 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 it's a time for. So I spread my skirt over you, that just means my garment, and covered your nakedness. In other words, we're not going to be intimate before anything. I will cover, I will protect you. I want to guard over you. I also swore to you, this is more than. This is engagement, and to say, listen, I found a wife, I found a husband. I swore to you and enter into a getting married now, enter into a covenant with you, so that you became mine, declare the Lord God. Now this whole chapter, as I close it, is about God speaking to Israel, how he caught her. How we, I don't believe in dating. You understand? This is now romanticism fully, how God is very romantic. And he said, this is the way I fell in love with you and you became mine. Then you become unfaithful further on. But then he, after this, he said, I dress you with the best of not out of pep stores. <laughs> Not that pep stores is upgrade today. But he said, from the best, I try to provide for you. Amen. Father, as we turn to the preaching on deliverance, I pray your special anointing in the name of Jesus. Amen. John chapter 3, as we go on further with deliverance. If you feel as John 3 uh, from verse 19 to 21, happy to see everybody. If you visit us, please come back again. I would, if I found such a church as you, I would chase after it. Praise the Lord. Amen. John 3 from verse 19. The message this morning is Jesus set me free. From demons and sickness. Hallelujah. Demons and sickness. Jesus sets me free. Hallelujah. This is the judgment. That light has come into the world. And men love darkness. Rather than the light. For their deeds were evil. I'll read further on. I'm, I'm reading this to show you. 
the devil's activity goes on in darkness. Okay? It means he hides himself. He is secretive. He don't come into the open. It's like a snake. A snake don't move in the open. A snake move along the skirting board in the house or he moves that nobody can see and observe him. That's exactly how the devil operates. I'll show you later in the teaching that how, uh, uh, how to get rid of these demonic powers. Let me say also from the outset, demons, they persons. They're not a thing. They a person. If they in you or even around you, is they speak. It's like you catch yourself saying no. No, what is this? But you don't realize you're speaking. It's a person that speaks to you. And some people that the devil has entered, the spirit in you communicates with you. Or he takes a hold of your mind. And then you say, well, what am I thinking? Well, why am I thinking this? But it's like you were on a trip and this, you, you just look back and say, what, what is this? It, it was something else thinking for you. And that thing is a person. And they hear me preaching to you. And they will get upset. And feel this man is going to open up the light. And we don't like this. In fact, therefore, the devil keeps many people absent even from such a service. And because demons know and are very wise, they hear for thousands of years. They've possessed and influenced many others than you. But they are now with you, or the one is now with you. Derek Prince, who is and was a guru and a master in driving our demons. He said he was driving our demons in America. And as he was coming to drive out this demon, the demon speaks. The demon says, I know you. You drove me out in South Africa in Durban. But he's now in America. I want to show you how real these things are. Even as I preach myself, you need to be, you need to know this is war. And you need to, as my wife said, even last Monday or what, she just had the urge, as in the prayer meeting, to walk around me. I pray when I stand here. And just cover me with prayer. 
Don't take things lightly and think the devil likes the man of God. In fact, years ago when we, me and my wife drove out demons, the devil threatened us and said, I will kill you. And we drove out demons in Chrabo. The last person that the demon came out from was a woman. She's for some time saved. Know the name still. But before that, I drove out this demon. The service was finished. I had a dream the night before that. But I was dreaming of a whirlwind, a viral wind, where the winds, winds tall, and papers and stuff going up. I couldn't understand what it was, but here the dream came to fulfillment. Service was finished. We drove out a lot of, even suicide demons. In fact, there was one brother lying on the floor with his, both his hands, with veins standing as he choked himself. And the demon said to me, I will kill him. Wow. That demon did. But I told me, we'll know about it. The demon came out. Suicidal demon. And then the service was finished. We were now that we're going to just chat. But I couldn't talk. I was standing one side with my foot on the chair. Because I felt it. I felt. Terrible. I felt, I don't know, and I was standing there with my foot on the stool, praying, because it's like a pressure that needs to come off me. And while that was happening, my other colleague, an evangelist, he was busy with this lady because he came afterwards and said, she don't feel well. And before he prayed, I turned around to come. Because after a while praying, I felt relief. It's gone. Then I came to assist him. As I came and assist, the demon in her is so strong. She twirled like a whirlwind. And as she twirled her like a whirlwind, the Lord said, this is the dream. You were just interceding against this spirit in her. She hit the floor. She rolled from here till that wall there. The chairs. When I came to her, she was free. Delivered. That spirit wanted to use her as a medium. But it was gone. It was out. Wow. I'm saying that as we came home from Grabo, over the mountain, the Salouris Pass, was it there? The devil said, I will kill you. I had to drive. Very careful because a strange, strong wind came over the pass. Had to drive very slow. Then we were staying by my mom at that time in a room. And as we 
went to bed, we, we were sleeping with our heads to the foot end of the bed, not the headboard, because my small TV was standing that side. And suddenly, the room became pitch dark. I'm, I'm describing to you how you need to cover yourself and know this is war. Pitch dark. And my wife was very prophetic and she'll be tuned in as I preach. So wherever the devil hides, my wife can even see a vision of what is the root of your problem. And the pitch darkness, my wife said, she see a vision of animals that's angry and want to attack us. And their teeth, she could see blood dripping from their teeth. Those were the demons that we drove out in Chabal. They were angry. Like, who are you to do this to us? And then we prayed. Me and my wife, we prayed. And then she, I could see it's like a light going on in the dark room. And then my wife saw an angel of God standing here by our heads with his arms stretched out over us. Divine protection. Give the Lord praise. I've, I've been saying that to tell you how real the warfare is. I drove out religious spirits. Even yoga spirits. We had a young lady in Mitchell's Plain. When we worship, we thought she is also worshiping. But she goes like this as we people's hands. In the, in the praise and the worship. I said, this is, this is not God. Then we discovered she was hung up on yoga. Hey. And yoga, they promoted everywhere for peace of mind. Even at the crest where our church was, they brought in the Hindu people there. And they asked, in a, uh, it was a parents or the executive meeting, and I was also attending, just six or seven. And there was a Hindu lady there, because they, then the, the principal gave her an opportunity to speak. And she said she's been called in because they want to bring some peace in the teachers, relief from stress, and all those kind of things. When's this finish with the big red dot? When's this finish? I said, this is a door open to the demonic. She was upset. The principal was upset. Pastor, how can you speak like this? I said, just allow me to, to say what I want to say. And then I will leave. Because I don't agree with this. The principal was not happy with me. 
But you see, you have to take your stand. Because the devil comes very subtly and invading the human race. So that when the gospel comes, there's an opposition in you that you don't understand why you like that. And it comes in a very innocent way. It's like it helps us. But it's demonic. Now people lie and, or sit like this with their legs cross, cross, saying things. Oh, even Roman Catholics have got the rosary. Where you, Storm's Roman Catholic people, you will see that those years back when I was moving with the train and soldier one, I would see a guy stand with the rosary. Every one of those uh, pearls stand for some. And he will mutter some things. Even Muslims, just a muttering. Say over and over, the prophet is great, and the what, and the wit, and what, and say it over and over again. But it brings demons. And, and it's, demo it's evil. And therefore, in the, in the Middle East, to preach the gospel is the most opposition where Islam and that governs. The air is thick with demonic powers. Even this deep below bank with people over uh, in the communities, you don't know how proclamations Activate the spirit world. It's a way of activating the spirit of the Antichrist because there isn't a religion so strong against Christ than Islam. Even in Pakistan recently, they burned down churches, killed Christians. It's a giant of a demonic force. Okay, it's a giant. And this fight is still going to come more in the open very, very soon. And you need to be equipped. In fact, our month, this month, is called Destroying the Works of the Devil. September, destroying. And I'm, I mean through that to equip you to destroy the works of the devil. And that you can be able to see Sunday coming, we'll speak more about the works of the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm reading this verse. This is the judgment that light has come. And as I preach now, light comes into the world. But if you love darkness rather than the light, it's because the deeds are evil. Verse 20. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. The next verse. But he who practices the truth, truth is light, comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wroth in God. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. Let's rest. And move to some scriptures. When you get saved, you get rescued. You get 
safe from the dominion of darkness. Amen. The kingdom of Satan is the kingdom of darkness. What is darkness, pastor? It's not only the absence of light. It's the absence of knowledge. It's to be ignorant. Okay? To, if you don't have, uh, like Africa they call in the past, the dark continent. It's like people are illiterate. There's no knowledge. Understand? But we speak now about spiritual things. If you are not knowledgeable through the Bible, you're in darkness. And it's a domain. A domain means to dominate. It's not to control. It's to put somebody under who's, who wants also to come up. He wants but to force him down. Now we who got saved for he Christ Jesus. Let's read the verse before that. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of what? The saints in light. Verse 13. For he rescued us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Just, that word transfer means is to to, to to bring you over in spirit, soul, and body to God's kingdom. To bring you completely over. Now many have come over and are born again. Their spirits is born again. But demons like to lock themselves in your soul. Your soul must still get saved. Your spirit is born again when you get saved. But your soul is your mind, your will, and your intellect, and your emotions. Therefore, your, the devil lock himself in those areas, in your mind. Many people cannot think straight. Many people, the devil take their minds on a trip. Many people cannot concentrate. Especially when it comes to God. They, while you preach, they have their own thoughts. It's something thinking for you. It's someone having a hold of your mind. The worst is to become crazy. To become a mad person. In fact, Bishop Dagger's got a new book, Those Who Are Mad. Because he exposed... That sometimes as a pastor, you don't know this person is crazy. You understand? And, and, and something is not right in the way he thinks. You understand? But I'm speaking and it's very important. The next verse and then I'll get back to that verse. In whom in Christ we have redemption. The forgiveness of sins. Again, verse 4, 13. For he rescue, rescue. You know what is a rescue mission? You're about to drown or you're going under. But somebody come to rescue you. Jesus is the rescuer. He came 
to save us from the dominion of darkness. Hallelujah. To set us free in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalm 124 again, verse 7 to 8. 124 again that I read to you last week. Very important script. I just said to you, our soul, the soul area is your emotions. And many people are very emotional, over-emotional. Many people, they have got a strange mood swings. You understand? They now, wonderful, suddenly, he's, he's, he's depressed. Suddenly, he's in another mood. Okay? Let, you need to check if the devil is not hiding in your emotions. You got hurt. And then a scorpion spirit get a hold of you. Now you every time feel the pain. And it, you cannot get rid of the pain. Therefore, even at funerals, you need to mourn. You need to weep. Don't hold in, weep. Even if it's a few days. You understand? But it cannot after two years that you still morbid. And then a demon has entered. Okay? And, and it's the demon will tell you, if you let go of this morning, it's like you don't love the person that passed away. The person is disappointed in you. That you don't feel any more for him. The person is gone. It's easy to talk, but it's not to live through. And we give exemption even when it comes to your life partner. Like Brother Tommy and others. You understand? It's not easy. It takes far longer. Okay? To have lived 30 somewhat, 40 years with somebody. It's a, it's a, it's a... It's not an easy thing. I tell you, it's not an easy thing. Therefore, other people get very shocked if you live like that with your life partner. And after three months, you say, I have a girlfriend now. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm so serious, so I don't need to know if I must make a joke or two. <laughs> two jokes. <laughs> the people were in the graveyard, and uh, the funeral was already the afternoon. Yeah, 10 o'clock, uh, somebody phoned out of the graveyard and says, We're all still here. It's dark. Why are they still? He says, no, yeah, by the open grave, somebody prophesied, the one who leave the graveyard first, he will be next. <laughs> so we all still here. <laughs> what a sock. <laughs> what a sock. The other joke is, then the joke is finished. <laughs> is... Um, when the brother who buried his wife came out, uh, before he got into his car, 
the sister said, I just want to say I'm available. So he said, you're a bit late because somebody asked already. By, uh, somebody I've asked him already the inside of the... What a shock. Mercy. Our soul has escaped as a bird out of the snare of the trapper. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Listen, many times your soul, the trapper through snares, has a hold of your soul. And you are not a well person. And I repeat, your soul is your mind and your will and your emotion and the devil. You can be saved, born again, but he's got a hold of your mind. And your mind sometimes can even be, comes from your parents. Your daddy was possessed with the spirit. And you are just like that. Your mom was thinking like that. And you're just like that. Okay. Even years ago, somebody in my family, distant family, was attempting suicide. And even today, he got delivered. But even today, I can see sometimes in one of his sons, the spirit, that same spirit attacking the son. Because if you open up a spirit, it can, you can be the avenue into your family, especially the top structure. Okay? There's no way also family, but they don't realize it's demonic. There can be a curse over your family. I've, I've driven, broke curses where people were prone to accidents. Every month the brother is in an accident. So I said to him, he was serving here years ago. I said to him, no, this is not normal. In fact, the last time was uh, the accident on his way to Mitchell's Plain. They felt the free the road. People ran over and two people died. He was a nervous wreck. So I said to him, this is the... And after breaking the curse... He never was involved up till today in an accident. You get curses over family that marriages break up. Just yesterday I was looking around, even in my road, and I said years ago to one of the sons, because me, I tried to win him to the Lord. Then he said to me, Edgar, but like me, as a curse upon a family. I said, you say it. I know it. My mom also picked it up. Up to today, none of them are married. But they've got lots of children. None. No one got married. It's a curse. And only Jesus can break it. Not psychologists. Not doctors. You will go in and out to, to hospital. The x-ray, especially anything that's wrong with you. And the x-ray don't show anything. It's a demon. 
X-ray machines cannot pick up a spirit. But you, you say, even certain migraines. You get migraines that goes along with your monthly or what sickness or whatever. Or other or men also. Understand? If you take off a look monthly demands. <laughs> it's another joke. <laughs> Pastor, my man is of Yesu. What a sock. <laughs> in fact, Pastor Kyle said he preached in Saldana by Pastor Des. And then in his preaching, he said, what a shock. And the people said, Pastor Edgar. <laughs> Amen. Yes. What I'm saying is you get a persistent time of headache. Even your blood pressure can be demonic. Your nervousness. My wife, for instance, I'm, I'm, I'm flowing. I, I'll know where to. My wife, when she was younger, she nearly jumped out of a moving train because the people went berserk in the carriage and she opened up the window because she thought the people are killing or whatever and somebody just pulled her back. Give the Lord praise. Why so visit for that? Amen. It's my, it was my prayers, you see. Amen. It's another way of recommending you must pray now already for your life partner. Even if you don't see him or her, you pray. Because they cannot still get born. They must, some way must be alive. Say, here we're all in a plague by us. Amen. But what I want to say, and also because she grew up, you know, in Menenberg, the gangsterism. And she told me when there's fights, they have to put the cupboards against the doors. Because anybody can run in. And the panic brought a certain fear that even when my wife hears something in the road and so Check us alles all right. Set my bulletproof vest on. Say, yeah, yellow da paita, what sukil? No, it's not true. It's not. It is on the yard. It is busy with the plumber on the yard. But what I'm saying is how you can pick up a spirit of panic. Understand? In fact, there's a guy, he fixed cars. He, he, his business is called Panic Mechanic. <laughs> in other words, when you panic with your car, come in here. What a sock. <laughs> panic Mechanic. My Lord. I'm, I'm describing, as I preach, the light will go on in you. Please don't hide it when the Holy Spirit says, that's you. That's the thing in your life. That's what, what, what the, this anointing brings about. Amen. Don't hide 
Because once it pops up, the Holy Spirit opened it and then you cover. So no, 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 no. Don't hide a spider. Get delivered in the name of the Lord Jesus. We all were sinners. We were involved in things that we are ashamed of. Don't you be like an angel. Even your man, your pa, love us, young Susie. You, I honor them. Maar hulle was net sakke sonders. Hulle was ook grievelig. Is jy met my? Amen. Wow. Our soul has escaped as a bird out of this. Did you see a bird when it's trapped? The feathers, how it goes on. He's meant to be free. He wants to be in the blue open sky. Your soul wants to be free. Your soul, Jesus is the one that can open up the cage and unlock the cage and set you free in the name of the Lord. You get religious spirits. I've driven out Islamic spirits that the devil tell, they're not the person's voice, the voice that I am a Muslim. I, and sorry, I know some of you are new apostolic. I've driven out a spirit that tells me this day I am a new apostolic. And many of that spirit you know, the New Apostolic have got departed services where they pray for the dead. And the dead spirits come. And I've been there. That they use the key and open up the heaven for departed spirits that still struggling. Which is completely unbiblical. The Lord, I'll read you later in Deuteronomy. The Lord says, I don't want you to have fellowship with the dead. And it's not the dead, the real dead. It's a demon that imitate your mommy that, uh, that, that's gone and died. And the demon can speak in your daddy who passed away voice just like that. And that's how demons enter people. Never. Never even go and visit such a service. And it's the most difficult people to bring to the Lord. I tell you, uh, we're at a border and somebody else that I know that fell in love with, with the New Apostolic girls. It's, they cannot leave their church. He was as what bleak, what Solomon said. He was as pale as anything. The girl wanted to marry him, but mommy and daddy, and she had to leave him. In fact, it messed up his whole life. He got in other stuff. I could see her name was Cheryl. Oh my God, I see him 
as pale as anything. But you don't leave your church. Because we have the keys to heaven. Even if you leave Islam, they will kill you. Your own family will kill you. Roman Catholic, you cannot get out there. Do you hear me? Don't I have love? Truth is love. Truth is like Brandon, for instance, is a miracle. And many others, look, Sister Kashifa, can Sister Kashifa stand up? Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. We don't want to change the name to Miriam or what's it. We're proud of Kashifa. And what's your daughter's name? Nazima. Wow, what a beautiful name. What did you want to say, Mr. Ace? Oh, I thought Cameron. Cameron. Amen. I will look no Aji gespeeld. Our soul has escaped as a bird out of the snare of the trap. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Can I just say as I go on, I hope I didn't offend any one of you. Amen. Praise God. That says how my inner man feels. Proverbs 28 verse 13. Hallelujah. Always pray for those who are still in bondage. With much love. In fact, my, next, my neighbors next to us, they got the same delivered and freed. My mom preached the gospel to their mother. And suddenly, they even went to church with us. And suddenly, the, there they go to the New Apostolic Church because they came and picked them up with cars. But my mom kept on praying for them, I myself. And when they still wanted to come to our meetings because they're there, they were forbidden. Before that, they were playing hill songs in the, in the houses. That was also gone. You don't play these things. I couldn't pray in the house because I bring other spirit. Do you hear me? Okay, but we kept on praying. We kept on praying. And here one of the daughters came to the Lord. And it's not long, then the mother came. But before they came to the Lord, the daughter, a grandma, that my mom was also witnessing to, they're now in the near apostolic church. And then she called me before she died, and I let the grandma to the Lord. Peace. Thank you, Edgar. I've got peace with God. When she passed away, I rushed with them to Grotesquios. When I got there, the priest came there before me. Or after me. They were still weeping. The priest came and he says, Why are you weeping? Don't, don't cry. I said, Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, the pain. And a year or two after that, my other neighbor, also elder lady, Mrs. Trout, 
this daughter dreamed. Her mom, her grandmother that I led to the Lord, told her in the dream, go tell Mrs. Trout, she must call Edgar Michaels to pray and lead her to the Lord. Wow! She, did ex she came to tell me. I said, you know to go tell. And I led Mrs. Trout to the Lord. And she got saved. This is here, Desmond Trout. He's got a church here. His mom. They were unsaved that time. Understand? I led her to the Lord. Saved. Born again. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> the youngest daughter of the Trout family. Veronica was her name. I was a youth pastor. She was the first one in the Trout family that came to the Lord. Born again. We traveled by train to Salt River where our church was. Young people. I was young. They were younger than me. But I'm the, uh, I, 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 they look up to me. I was full of fear. Fire. Serving God. Hallelujah. She served the Lord. Nobody of her friends that came with the born again told me that there was a young man on Salt River Station that often meet with Veronica. And he, he messed up her head. And one day Veronica came to me. And she wept uncontrollably. She said, my mom, nobody knows Edgar, but I am pregnant. I said, Veronica, what? Where? Long story short, it was a Muslim guy. And those years, you have to cover up sin. You get married. She so got married to the Muslim person. But Veronica is as saved as anything. She told me, Edgar, when I'm alone, I still speak in tongues. I'm not a real Muslim. I said, you are born again. You are a child of God. She kept school there where Raiden's children to St. John's. She was a teacher there. She said, all the teachers, when she teaches religion, the other teachers come to a class. They said, Veronica, the way you speak, there's a presence. Said to her, when, I, when they come and visit me and her, we speak in the street. The husband is unhappy because he knew they owe us a problem. And then Veronica got cancer after two children. And she came to tell me first I've got cancer. But I want you to, to bury me. Edgar, I want you to bury me. Wow. I said, I'll do so. Wow. Let's trust the Lord for healing. But she died. And I preached at the funeral. Where all the Owens Middle Kufias Asta. And her name was Miriam at that time. Changed from Veronica to Miriam. And I said, this Miriam, like Moses' sister Miriam, 
has got a tambourine in her hand today. She's going through the Red Sea. She's delivered from Egypt and false religion. She's free in the name of the Lord. Give the Lord praise. Proverbs 28 verse 13. He who conceals his transgressions will not prosper. If you cover up where a demon is, you won't prosper. But he who confesses, but secondly he must forsake, will find compassion. The Lord delivers you from your enemies, not your friends. People want to be delivered, but they don't want to change their lifestyle. Do you hear me? You must confess and forsake in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 28, uh, Matthew, let's go to Matthew, uh, it's Matthew 12, yes, verse 24 to verse 30. I want to teach still about, say, 15 minutes. Amen? Are you blessed? Amen. You don't need to stretch your legs. Praise the Lord. Matthew 12, verse 24. This is a very important portion in the Bible. And this tells you the devil loves to bring division. The name Beelzebul means Lord of the Flies. There's a movie like that. Lord of the Flies. Okay? Hollywood knows what they're doing. You know? They're also busy with the spirit world. Exorcist and... Many, even uh, uh, Potter, what? Harry Potter. And all this stuff is, is, is movies that invade, demons invade through these things, the human race. Hey, there's certain stuff that you watch that you, you must listen to your inner man. Let me tell you this. This, this, is not, this is not good for me. Understand? Amen. Wow. Look, Jesus was driving out demons. But when the Pharisees, the religious people, the cake layers, when they heard this, they said, this man casts out demons only by Beelzebub, the ruler. Satan is the ruler of the demons. Beelzebub means Lord of the flies. That tells you demons are like insects. Please follow quick because I'm moving. Amen. Like flies. Flies comes there where there's a stinking smell. Sin gives off an odor. Sin gives off in the spirit world a smell. Just like there's no flies here now, but if we bring raw fish here, then soon there will be flies here. Do you hear me? Have the sugar there, then the ends come. The jam here, the ends come. Demon, the Lord has put the animal kingdom in the earth to teach us spiritual things. Like a born again triumphant Christian is like an eagle. 
He flies higher than all other birds. And your spirit man is like a bird. Therefore, he, 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 he catches your soul and like a bird in a trap. But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, This man casts out demons only by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Let's go. And knowing their thoughts, Jesus know their thoughts, he said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste. And any city or house divided against itself will not stand. Three things that's divided there. The devil delights to divide a nation, a kingdom. The devil divides a province, the city. The devil divides a house. He loves to bring division. Therefore, next week, we'll, or, or the week after, we'll speak again against disloyalty. People that want to divide the church. Okay? He will use anybody to bring splits and division. Then the next verse says, Jesus said, if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. That cannot be, Jesus said. How then will his kingdom stand? It so should the devil as a kingdom. And in his kingdom, he's got gangs. And they move like, in, like a gang. Demons move like a gang. And the next verse says, if I, Jesus said, if I... By, uh, by Be Be Beelzebub cast out demons. By whom do your sons cast them out? Because there was mense wat mense ook verlos. So sikere moslims. It's a goeie man. Bring hom in hier by die huis. Hy maak a fee daar. My los die duivel sterker daar. For this reason they will be your judge. The next verse. Hallelujah. This is the Bible. Eh? This, is, this is Jesus. The one whom we follow. If you are a Christian, you follow the Lord Jesus. And Jesus drives out demons. And it's when Jesus came and the demons were all the time there. It's when he appeared that they manifested. Amen. If we bring the real Jesus, demons manifest. Amen. Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. This visible sign that Jesus is greater and God is greater than the devil is when we drive out demons. The one kingdom goes, the demon goes, and here the kingdom come. The government of God comes. Hallelujah. We gonna cast out demons. And I long that our church are free from, every one of you be free. Therefore, we consecrate, consecrate again on this. Because I don't want us, we serve the Lord. And you cannot break through a ceiling. You just go this and then you beg. Then you struggle, then you beg. Listen, the sky must be the limit. Heaven must be open for you. We don't want to leave anyone behind. We want us all to be free. Because when will, when, after, after what time we'll come back to this? 
And we want you to trust the Lord for your healing too. High blood pressure, diabetic, certain sickness, depression, any kind of sickness. Jesus is our healer. He can heal the sick. He raised even the dead. But you must have faith. You must believe Him. We are just instruments. Don't think of us as something wonderful. We are just being equipped by Him. We are His hand. We are His representatives to set you free in the name of the Lord. Don't let Mr. Pride keep you. Uh, some people feel, no, I don't. What if I shout? What if I vomit? What? I don't. Listen, we will take care of your dignity. Amen. We will take care of you. But Jesus drove out demons. And this is the way they come out. By shouting. Screaming. Making a noise. Some roar. Some demons of suicide comes out with a very deep voice. Deep voice. Some has got spirits of pride. You find it hard to obey. You find it hard to follow. You find it hard to say, I'm wrong. When last did you say you're wrong? When last did you say to your wife or somebody, please forgive me? If not, then you must be very perfect. Because I need to do that. Amen. Tell my wife, sorry, man. I, I was wrong. Forgive me. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's something wrong with you. And you can become hot. Your conscience can become hot. No, it's a hurdle. It's your conscience that's not functioning anymore. I've got a very sensitive conscience. Therefore, I was speaking about the churches, but I felt I need to, uh, please don't take offense. Why do I do that? It's my spirit man. Amen. The spirit man. Because you are never perfect. Even preaching is not perfect. Understand? You make mistakes. If I cast out demons by the spirit, by the spirit of God. Amen. Let's look to Luke chapter 11. Let me show you. By the Spirit of God. Luke chapter 11 verse 20. In Luke chapter 11 verse 20 he said, I cast out demons. They calls the Spirit of God. But here he calls the Spirit of God is the finger of God. Do you see here? The same reference. If I cast out demons by the finger of God. Then the kingdom of God has come upon you. That tells you the Holy Spirit is like the finger of God. As I preach, you don't need to be confused. You don't need to wonder and search where things wrong. The finger of God will point. And say, that is the thing. It's there where it enters. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Therefore I say as I preach, He will point. Say, this, this, this is it. 
You can have your mommy's devils. You can have your daddy's devils. Look at it. Look at fully in the face. So this, my, my dad was just like this. My mom was, uh, my, my, my mannerisms. Hey! Therefore, I must check. Sometimes you, you, you fell in love with uh, a, a lady, but the mom is the boss in the house. Her mommy. The daddy is scared of mommy. You must check. Because she might be the same as a mom. But na three months of trow is he maskers off and says, say, this no ek and this day. Hey! And the English lachen the Himmel. Want zij bitte in die kamer jere tijdens voor haar. En zij bitte in die andere kant tijdens voor hom. Die jere sê, hoe, hoe moet ek nou luister? Wow. Are you blessed? Luke chapter 10 verse 17. I'm reading this portion of scripture. Then I want to just say two things. About how demons enter. And how to get rid of them. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 10 from verse 17 to verse 21 is to say, Don't fear when we drive our devils. We are in authority. Also at home, because after we drive them out here, they might terrorize you tonight. Stand your ground on these scriptures and say, I'm not scared. You can do nothing to me. I am under the blood of Christ. Jesus is my Lord. Hallelujah. Demons are subject to Christ Jesus. Amen. The 70 send them out. They return with joy. They say to him, Lord, even the demons are subject to us. Not in my name. In your name. They were shocked. They came and said, Lord, the demons are subject to us. In your name. Look at his response. He said to them, I was watching Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Not just there. You know what is that? That's a prophecy that the church must still fulfill. But it starts by driving out demons. Because Satan's kingdom is in the heavenlies. And when we drive out demons, they are beginning to panic the kingdom of Satan. So Jesus says, you are driving our demons. I get excited. In fact, as I read further, it's the only place where the Bible says Jesus rejoiced exceedingly. All, all through his life on the earth, he was a man of sorrows and acquainted. He could not smile and laugh because everywhere he see deformity, sickness, problems, death. Everywhere, and he knows this is the result of Satan and of sin. He could not rejoice, but yeah, when he heard demons are coming out of people, he said, The kingdom.
kingdom of God is on its way and he exceedingly rejoice. And in Revelation chapter 12, it will come to fulfillment where the church chuck out the devil out of the second heavens. Therefore, there, there will be a new heaven and a new earth. Why new and heaven? Is there something wrong with the first? Yes, because there's three heavens. God dwells in the third heaven, but the second heaven, Satan took up. As his kingdom. So when, when God wants to come from the third heaven into the earth. He must come through the kingdom of Satan. Therefore we pray. That's the mystery of prayer. That God's will don't just happen on the earth. He needs a representative to call upon him. And then the kingdom of Satan must give way. And God comes through. As I preach, the heavens open up. Jesus said, I rejoice. He said to them, I was watching Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Verse 19 is astonished. Behold, Jesus said, I give you authority. Say authority. To threaten serpents, and they he don't mean literal. He speaks of demons as serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, I give you authority over all, not some, all the power of the enemy. And nothing will injure you. Hallelujah. Nothing will injure you. Glory to the Lord for this verse. You must bathe yourself and soak yourself with this verse. Verse 20. Nevertheless, he said to them, do not rejoice in this, that you have power over, but that, your, uh, that the spirits are subject to you. But rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. In other words, it's rejoice that you're saved. You are born again. Your name is written in heaven. Hallelujah. Then the name Edgar Michaels is da and Blutgeschreven. Hallelujah. As is us to ek klaar geskryf het exams, die results is in die in die koranten. Ken sien Ek gaat so vinnig dat ek sien my naam is hier nie. Ek dink nou dit kan mos man. Want ik is hier, ik is hier in die tachtigs. Ik heb nogal met die bike gereed, uit die village, uit Maitland toe na plek wat die korant die eerste keer uitkom. Vroeg. Toe ek hier by die village plek koran, na by die village, toe sê ek, nee, nou gaat ek staan, ek gaan nou weer kyk in die koran. Toe sien ek, hier is my naam. Jo, hier is my naam. Nogal met een sterrekie langs aan. Is your name written there? And the page white and fair. In the book of the kingdom is your name written there. If your name is not there, you go to hell. And there's no remedy. And coming back. That's what Jesus said. Don't rejoice over. Rejoice that your name. The next verse. And that very time he rejoiced greatly. Do you see there? In the Holy Spirit. And he said, I praise you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth. 
the heaven belongs to you and the earth and the sea, that you have hidden these things. These, that's what we preach from the wise and the intelligent. And have revealed them to babies like us, to infants. Yes, Father, for this way was well-pleasing in your sight. The scientists, the, the, the universities, they don't know these things. What do you know? They in the dark and they sit in committees to solve the problems of Menenberg and of, and of corruption in Kagb, uh, uh, Parliament and all. They, uh, they don't know the spirit world that you know. Ways the devil enter and then let me close. Amen. Demons enter through unforgiveness. Therefore, when you want deliverance, even if you don't have unforgiveness, you need to make sure you're forgiven everyone. Even your parents or who, even people that passed away that harmed you. Forgive people. I don't have time to go and read him. Okay? Just read Ephesians chapter, um, is it 4 verse 27? Yep, 4 verse 27. And then I'll go. The devil comes also through the eye gate. King James, please. Look what this verse says. Neither give place to the devil. So you can give place to the devil. Place comes through unforgiveness. Through your eyes, the movies you watch. The porn that you watch. Devils enter through accidents when you get a big shock. Like I told you last week, this woman's baby for 10 years after birth could not speak, but it made the sound of a goose. A pretty fun goose in there. I mean, Tayara, you always see my girlfriend as a goose. Okay. What a shock. But why? Because when she was pregnant, a whole lot of them attacked her. She got such a fright. But she sacked. Because many of them. And when the baby was born, they made that sound for years. Ten years. So even an accident. Listen, as I said, an accident. One day we went on our way to Marmersbury. I got to a place where there was an accident with some other brothers. When we came out, the car was lying there in the ditch. I just saw the, the female driver still trapped. And I saw how the blue color come. And I saw how somebody is busy dying. Other place, I just see blood. Now, scenes like that can cause a shock. In fact, I know a brother... He passed away recently, but whenever he drives, he's, I ask him, why do you sit? He's so tense because he was twice in accidents. So he drives, he's very tense. And when his wife drives, his wife is just said, hey, you know, told me of it. Okay, prenatal, the devil can enter prenatal. Otherwise, while the baby's in your womb, 
you get involved in certain activities or people say certain things. It can bring, even when you've tried abortion but it did not work, that child is born with a spirit of death and of rejection. Do you hear me? Any sexual or sinful activities. Places have got demons, certain places, nightclubs. To be in that environment. Some houses, even when you move in, there's some evil in the place. Okay. Religion. Wrong really, even wrongful words coming from, I wish I was dead. You just say things like that. You, you wish things over yourself. I wish I was not here anymore. You must be careful. Demons listen. And they will enter you. My God. You curse servants of God. Or the house of God. You, a, a demon came in. Through objects. Can I read Deuteronomy 7 verse 25 to verse 26? Hallelujah. 7. I need to. I'm rushing. And then I'll show you how to get rid of demons. Are you blessed? Amen. Are you blessed? Amen. It's very powerful. Hallelujah. I, I feel like I need to go on next week in this. Praise God. The graven image of the gods you are to burn with fire. You, you, you get these poppinsies and goodsies here, nice as you drive. Sikke mannetjes. Die ou staan so. Of ou de bleskop. Nou ko ek by jou, hy is hier staan ook die mannetjie. Like oule. It, it brings demonic powers. Brings demonic powers. Listen to me. Then it says here, the graven image of the gods, Jesus said to the Jews, you ought to burn it with fire. You shall not cover the silver or the gold that is on them. So now we can burn it, but let's keep this. Nor take it for yourself or you will be snared by it. For it is an abomination to the Lord your God. Can we read further? Verse 26. You shall not bring an abomination into your house. And like it come under the ban. And you will come under the ban yourself. You shall utterly detest it. And you shall utterly abhor it. For it is something banned. In other words, God forbid it. There are many houses that people need to clean up and get things out of your house. Deuteronomy 18 from verse 10 to 15. Look at the works of the devil. And here it is what I spoke formerly of certain churches. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire. One who uses divination one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens or sorcery. There are three words there. That's the category of Satan's kingdom. Can I give it to you there? Witchcraft is the power side of Satan's kingdom. Divination is the revelation side where fortune telling and those things, divination. Sorcery comes through objects, 
drugs. The word sorcery is the word pharmacy. Drugs that take away your mind completely. Amal die wat so op tik is. Demons is in hulle. Never come even in waiting on God that you make your mind blank. Never make your mind blank. I'm waiting on God. I don't want to think anything. I'm waiting. Don't do things like that. God will speak to you while your mind is active. But the more quieter your mind is, the better it is. Therefore, God speaks to you in your sleep sometimes. I'm uh, okay, let me read further, verse 11. A one who casts a spell, there must not be somebody. Who, and even in our prayers, you don't pray, Lord. Say, Lord, let something happen that you pull his ears for him. You don't pray direct to the person. Or one who casts a spell, or a medium, or a spiritus. Oh, can you see? Or one who calls up the dead. There must not be someone amongst us like that. Can uh, 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 that's chapter 18, eh? Yes. Let's read further. If whatever, for whoever does these things is detestable to the Lord. And because of these detestable things, the Lord your God will drive them out before you, that nation. Let's go. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. For those nations which you shall dispossess, listen to, uh, uh, to those who practice witchcraft, divin diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God does not allow you to do so. Here is Jesus the Lord, Moses said to them, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your people, from your countrymen. You shall listen to him. Moses was a type of our Lord Jesus Christ. Moses came from the palace of Pharaoh. Jesus came from heaven. Moses delivered the Jews out of Egypt. Jesus came to deliver us. Hallelujah. He's the only one that can say, the Lord will raise up a prophet like me. Amen. Amen. How we get the devil out and now we're going to pray. Amen. Number one, honesty. Call the thing a spade when it's a spade. Secondly, Humility. If you want to be delivered, you need to humble yourself and say, I need help. I need help. And let me say to you, some things are not demons. Some things are just the flesh. In other words, you can crucify it. You can deny it. But if you've done that and it persists, then it's a demon. Okay? Did I say honesty? And I said humility. Third, submit to God. John 4, um, James 4. It says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will run from you. And number, the next one is, confess it. L verbalize and say, Lord, this is this thing that's in me. And 
Also forgive all other people. The next point. Anyone, even if it's not related to your demon problem, forgive people. Then reject the demon. Amen. Say, I'm against you. I'm not friends of you. And lastly, call upon Jesus to deliver you. Can we stand? Hallelujah. We've prayed for some people last week. Please stand. Amen. I'm going to make a general confession. that I lead you in the confession to open up to demons. And if you feel nauseous and uncomfortable after that, please come forward. We'll pray for you. Amen. Praise God. Let me say to you, even after your deliverance, call upon, to, to protect your deliverance, call upon the Lord and say, I'm under the blood. I thank you. I'm protected. The Holy Spirit is in me. Jesus lives within me. There's no place for anything else. Can we pray? Very seriously, pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I want to be delivered from all demons. I thank you for your word. It brought light to me. Lord, I have a problem in my soul. I want my soul to be free. Lord, forgive me for all the sins I've been involved in. I come to the light. Deliver me from evil. Deliver me from demons. Heavenly Father, I forgive all people that wronged me in the past, that hurt me in the past. I don't want any unforgiveness, nor bitterness through offenses in my life. In the name of Jesus, I forgive. The people you need to forgive. I give you time to do so now. Whether it's Peter. Whether it's mother. Whether it's my parents. Or whether it's a teacher in the past. That's also from the Spirit of God. A teacher. Somebody who took advantage of you. In your vulnerability. In your innocence. Somebody abused you. Somebody molested you. And took advantage. Say, Lord, I forgive. Pray further with me. Say, Lord God. Now that I, now that I have forgiven people. That hurt and wronged me. I call upon your name to deliver my soul, my mind, my will. Deliver me from stubbornness, from a mind that don't function properly. And from a voice that speaks to me, I want to be free from all demonic powers. Now in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you demons, 
that's over my life or in my soul. I reject you. I command you to leave me in the name of Jesus. Jesus is your Lord. You submit to Jesus. You are defeated in the name of Jesus. Come out of my soul. Come out of my body. In the name of Jesus. You leave now. I command you with the authority of the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. You go in Jesus' name. You go in Jesus' name. Out of my life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord praise. Muramarita rabu buraba rabu rubu rubutu. Suramarita rabu bushutu rubu bushutu. Surabarita. Don't pray in tongues if you feel something else is moving in you. Because the tongues is stronger. I don't say all others you can pray in tongues. Because the Holy Spirit is stronger than the devil. Then it goes under. But if you feel a nauseous, if you feel you want to cough, please cough. If you feel you want to shout, shout. But let it go now. Let it go now. In the name of Jesus. You remember last week it started with coughing. So let it go. In the name of Jesus. Even you were delivered and something is back. Or you feel I'm not completely delivered. Just, just you, 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 you concentrate on yourself. You suicide devil. I command you in the name of Jesus. Come out. You spirit of death. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. You spirit of pride. Criticizing, looking down. Never say you're wrong. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of you, demon of pride. Go in Jesus' name. Listen, I can drive them out just like this. Go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Can I pray for... For my friends from the near Pastoli, can you please come, you too, and anybody? This is how just the Lord is leading. Amen. Yeah, I'll stand on the stage and then I pray for you. Can I have the, the oil, please? Oh, sweetheart, please come and pray with us. Amen. Anybody else, just concentrate on your deliverance if you feel. I'll call the others out now in the name of the Lord Jesus. On my fingers, please. On my fingers. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You are in front. Please pray this prayer. This is very serious. And, and as, I, as, I, as I prophesied over him last week, you know that they will come after you. 
and won't just leave. I mean your leadership. It's like difficult to go through the Red Sea. Your Pharaoh is coming from behind. And I know it's not easy. It's very painful to leave those who, who love you. And for years, you understand. They will still love you, but it will be difficult for them to love you. Because they will be warned, don't be with them. Understand? May Brandon give you advice and help you. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Pray this prayer, sorry, pray this prayer quickly. Say, Lord God, you in front, Lord God, forgive me. I was deceived. I did things in sincerity. I thought this is the way to love you. But deliver me now from the spirit of death and the spirit of deception. I call upon Jesus Christ who's the only one who can save me from my sin and from demons and from hell. Not my relatives, not a church can save me. It's you, Lord Jesus. And I love you supremely. I submit to you. Set me free now. In Jesus' name. You new apostolic spirit. I command you. In the name of Jesus. Come out of my soul. My spirit and my body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you Lord Jesus. For setting me free now. In Jesus name. Amen. Anybody else after this. If you have an Islamic spirit. I will pray for you. Father in the name of Jesus. I command you religious. The apostolic spirit. To leave. And come out. And never return. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, in the